Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listening to Making a Difference About Domestic Violence and Abuse with host Shereen Rice on the CWR Talk Network. Good evening, this is Shereen Rice with Making a Difference About Domestic Violence. My goal for this show is to educate and help in a healing journey for those that are suffering from domestic abuse. If you'd like to call in, we are live tonight. So my number is 917-889-8078. If you're listening tonight and would like to get in touch with me, you can also email me at ShereenCWR at gmail.com. Let me spell that out for you. S-H-A-R-E-E-N-E-C-W-R at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. I'm going to do a shout-out tonight to Alex. She's my hairdresser and a previous student and one of my kids forever. I love you, and I appreciate all the love and support that you've given me throughout all this that I've been going through. You are amazing, young woman. Okay, and I am on every Thursday night from 6 to 7, 6 Pacific Time, 7 Mountain Time, and 8 Central Time. Okay, my show can be heard on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and now on iHeartRadio as well. And that's if you subscribe to those services. If you want a direct link to those services, you can go to our CWR homepage at the website cwrtalknetwork.com and click on the logo for that service. If at any time you experience a trigger, I'm very concerned about that. Um, By this topic, please call the National Hotline, 1-800-799-SAFE or 1-800-799-7233. And so this should be actually a pretty um, safe show. We are going to be talking about domestic violence. But uh, if at any time that you feel a trigger, please call that number. Okay, we're going to go to a public service announcement. Be right back. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. I improved my credit score. You're kidding, right? Uh, no. How are we supposed to be the bad boys of electrosynth pop if you're out there being responsible? The band is about to be discovered. This is our year. Uh, yeah, you've <laughs> been saying that for a while now. You think anyone in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was worried about their credit score? I never really thought that Of we were... course they weren't. Rock stars aren't supposed to think about that kind of stuff. We're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed, write aggressively sensitive power ballads, start questionable fashion trends, tragically break up and blame creative differences. All right, all right, just... I thought maybe it was time to take control of my finances, you know? Start using a budget. Get out of debt. Set some goals. A budget? Debt? Set some goals? Listen, I knew that we'd have our creative differences, but I was hoping they'd involve a little more scandal. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council.
Welcome back to Making a Difference About Domestic Violence and Abuse with your host, Shereen Rice, on the CWR Talk Network. Welcome back. Um, Let me tell you a little bit about my guest tonight. He is absolutely phenomenal. Now, I did say his name was Kevin Smith on my intro, and I am so sorry. It is Kevin Jones. And um, I don't know if you ever saw the show Alias Smith and Jones. That's probably where I get it. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, let me tell you a little bit about him. He graduated from SEU with degrees in psychology and political science. He dropped out of law school to pursue his music career. Moved to California, ended up walking into a business opportunity that sidetracked his musical aspirations. But in six years, he worked his way up to vice president of a very successful international corporation that specialized in health and fitness products. After the demise of his first marriage, he sold his shares of the business and decided to leave the stress and traffic of Southern California behind and move back to Southern Utah. Okay, we all know about that traffic in Southern California. Okay. (laughs) Once settled, he accepted the job as editor of The Independent. That is a newspaper here in St. George. So Utah's arts and entertainment publication and also wrote a humor column for the paper under the pseudonym the bone man he also had a book published that is a compilation of his most popular columns after about 12 years as editor he left the paper to at a at long last focus his energies on pursuing music he plays all the instruments And because of the plethora of musical Kevin Jones in the world, he calls his one-man band Lazy Susan. He has released one album and has another one about finished, all of which you can find on the website LazySusanMusic.com. Susan with a Z. You can find the video we'll uh, be discussing as well as eight others on the site, and it is the only place that he offers his music for sale. Passions aside from music, he has just written a 10-episode script called The Fold that is being shopped to the streaming services. He also enjoys bodybuilding and keeping himself fit and healthy. His plan is to be the first man to not die. (laughs) I can't wait for that. So far, so So good. So far, so good. (laughs) Welcome, Kevin. This is great. Okay, so I love your uh, Uh, bio. You're you're absolutely amazing. Okay, so why don't we just start actually with part of your bio. So um, bodybuilding, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a a typical thing, I guess, for a musician to be into, but... uh, it was a, it was the business that I sort of fell into when I was in California, and uh, you know it was a really uh, popular time for the sport. You know, I mean Arnold Schwarzenegger right. was the most right. you know was the most famous person in the world at the time, and you know it was just a it was just money to be made, and so I you know I got together with some friends that I played football with in college, and we put together this uh, business and. It developed into, you know, really quite a quite a concern, and uh, um, it's it's still going now. It's a you know international company. It's got retail stores all over the world, and uh, it's you know still going strong. I'm no longer a part of it, but um, yeah, still uh, still really a fan of it. Wow, but, that's yeah, bodybuilding. Great. I you know, 
it's not like I'm, you know, like uh, freakish, you know, looking fellow. I, uh, you know, I just like to stay fit and, yeah. uh, you know, keep, uh, you know, health is so, so important to your happiness. And uh, so I, you know, I, I just do it because I enjoy it. It's a good way to, to uh, work off anxiety and, and uh, you know, I recommend it to anyone. It's true. It's true. And I saw you at the film festival and I can, it, I can attest to the fact that you are not a freakish looking fellow. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to say that I was smoking hot, but you know, whatever. <laughs> let me, let me definitely say he is smoking hot. <laughs> okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'd add that. Definitely. I would. So, okay. So I'm definitely going to it. So maybe you can work with me. <laughs> hey, I'm good like that. I know. Okay, so let's talk about. I, um, go ahead. May May go I ahead. just uh, real quick throw this out there? I I had dental work done today, and I'm right. still numb. <laughs> I I I was pretty sure it would wear off by now, but uh, so if you hear, you know, if I sound like a kid from Stranger Things <laughs> with with no teeth, that's what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, and I'm going to probably reiterate that about four times in case people tune in later on. <laughs> and anyway. you know that happens all the time. So, yeah, if you're slurring your words, we know you're not intoxicated for sure. <laughs> right, right, right. I don't know about you, but, man, that stuff really does a number on me, and I can't talk for several days. I sound really bad. <laughs> I I will do my best. <laughs> you're doing do great right now. I'm telling you, you're doing absolutely great. But I, I know when you can feel that, and you're like, I hope I sound okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting okay. some strange feedback from my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my first question is, let's talk about your your music um, called uh, Blood on the Blanket, right? Is that the, that's the name of the music as well as the video, right? Well, that's the song that uh, brought me to your attention. I'm sure. Right. Um, it was absolutely. You were here. In, you were. In, you were here in town for the the film festival, and we uh, we made a video for the for the song. I it was a it was a song that I had resisted making a video for for quite a while because you know the song itself tells a pretty vivid story and I think you you know like you know you really see it in your mind as you listen to the song and so I uh, you know I, I I you know quite a few people really liked the song and uh, approached me to do it but I uh quite honestly a couple of factors came you know sort of came together that made me want to do it one was that I met this actress named Jessica Staples who you know is just embodies this uh this character in the story so incredibly well i mean it's really it's really worth you know uh making the effort to go see it just to see what she does in it and um also you know i'm uh, i i i'm a bit concerned about you know the, the the fact that we're you know women or women's rights are starting to you know be you know uh uh confronted again you know with the the abortion issue in Alabama and so forth and so 
so I thought, well, this is if I'm ever going to do this, I'll do it now, and and uh, it's it's been it's been good. I we the, the it's been well received uh, just on Facebook alone. It's uh, almost up to ninety thousand views, and um, so I'm uh, pleased with that. And I was really happy with how the, the video came out. You know, my partner uh Rebecca who you had on your program yeah. uh she yeah. directed it and did a fantastic job with that she and did. She did. uh she's you know she's become a, a great uh, asset to you know everything that I do and you know we've been you know, best friends so oh uh, yeah i know that's shout out to her yeah yeah she's listening yeah oh good yeah she was absolutely amazing last week i loved talking to her she shared so many great things it was absolutely it was wonderful so yeah shout out to her 10 times over for sure it was amazing and so i won't i won't oh go ahead i was gonna say i won't be able to uh to uh share any uh stories like that uh that she did uh you know that would it would definitely interest your your listeners who you know are listening in for you know for advice and for you know moral support and so forth. But uh, I hope I can bring something to the table that's uh, that's uh, meaningful in some way to some of y'all out there. Oh, you absolutely will. Um, and that video um, is is absolutely amazing. It's about domestic violence situation, just in case no one heard it. If someone didn't hear my show last week, it was about um, a woman um, in a domestic situation who got out, um, but killed her abuser, which is really all it is, a self-defense, but she ended up going to jail, which does happen from time to time. And I really hate to see that. Yeah, well, it's not exactly a feel-good song, I, you know. To be sure, I, you know, I've had a lot of people just say, "Dude, you know, cheer up." <laughs> I, uh, you know, it's real. and it's uh, happily, happily, I, I didn't write the song about any situation or any particular people that I know of. Um, yeah, I could real quick tell you how I got the inspiration for it. I. Um, watching Netflix as you know I'm you know want to do pretty much every night and uh I love documentaries and especially musical documentaries and they had uh, they had one on uh, a woman named uh, Kathleen Hanna who started a really you know important uh female empowerment movement in the, in the late 80s early 90s uh, it was before the internet, uh, and she had a band called Bikini Kill, and they started this movie uh, movement called Riot Girl, and it just flourished. I mean, it literally went viral in an age before things going viral, just by word of mouth, and all these women would put together these handmade, homemade fanzines, and they just proliferated, and just you know, on the strength of the the band being really good. Um, and, and this thing, it, it, you know, it was like one of the, uh, I think one of the most important, you know, women's rights and, uh, you know, female empowerment things that have, you know, really happened since, you know, since the suffragettes and, you know, since, uh, since Roe versus Wade and, you know, it's right. really, uh, if, 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 you know, uh, if you're into women's rights and that sort of thing it's i I would you know it's it's actually called the punk singer 
is the name of the of the uh, documentary, but it really focuses on you know the the impact she had on on women, particularly at that time. And so I was you know I I watched that and um, and then I watched it uh, as in, I watched another one on Nina Simone, who is you know I don't know if you're familiar with her, but she's a classic you know female singer, black singer, and. Um, Excuse me. She was uh, such an interesting case. She grew up in the the Jim Crow South, uh, you know, in the 30s and 40s, and uh, she was fortunate enough to her mother cleaned a home that uh, a woman had a piano, and she was able to play the piano. And it just turned out she was just a virtuoso piano player. And, you know, it got to be kind of the thing to where she would play around that area. But then she went to New York and eventually, you know, be, you know, had her own uh, band. And, and she did this hybrid of music that was just out of this world. Maybe the most interesting hybrid, she would she would take jazz music and then interject classical into it just seamlessly. And it just just totally blew my mind. But what happened with her is she met this gentleman, I'll say for now, um, who ended up marrying her and who became her manager and then who proceeded to, you know, control her and just beat her, you know, <sighs> brutally and, and, and savagely uh, to the point to where she could, you know, she could barely even play sometimes and, uh uh, anyway, she finally got away from him and, and became a really uh, one of the most uh, outspoken spokespersons of the, you know, uh, civil rights movement in the 60s. Anyway, so I, you know, I'd watch these two things and I was all fired up about, you know, women's rights, which is, you know, something everybody should be fired up about, I believe. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's really, it's startling when you think about how, you know, close we are to the dark ages as far as women's rights go. I mean, it's only been like a hundred years since, uh, you know, the, the right to vote came. And, and you think about that and that's just like, holy crap, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, what, women didn't have the right to vote a hundred years ago, you know, right. I mean, and so, you know, so that encourages me that we're, you know, moving further along into a more enlightened time and, and I'm, I'm hoping that, that that information and that momentum will, uh, you know, carry over into, uh, uh, you know, making inroads into this, you know, horrible uh, statistics that I'm reading about domestic violence. You know, I did some research, obviously, before, yeah. I, uh, you know, when you invited me to come on. And, you know, the numbers, you, you know, I, I you, you quoted one in four with women and I, I spoke to a friend of mine who works at a female shelter here in town and she claims it's one in three and you know oh, I you suppose know what? That, that is you correct. Know that, it is one in three. Um and she also wanted me to, you know, to uh, stress or emphasize the point that it's also one in five with men. Um so, you know, it's not like we're, you know, the the uh sole offenders, but um in any case uh, you know those numbers are shameful and and ridiculous, and it, it means that each one of us have probably got two, three, four good friends that are 
going through this right now, you know, that are, that are living in some sort of hell right now, and we don't know about it, right? Right. Because of, right. you know, because of fear, you know, people, you know, don't want, pe- you know, people to know about it. And so, you know, I, I'll get rolling on that later because I, I, I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty passionate about, you know, what, you know, what we need to do to improve it. You know, I mean, we'll never abolish it, obviously, but it just seems like we could improve it uh, drastically. Uh, and, you know, I have a few ideas along those lines that I'm sure you guys have talked into the ground, <laughs> but I'm going to go over them anyway because it interests me a great deal. But yeah, in any case, I, uh, so oh. the, I was going to finish this uh, the story so about ahead, the song. Um, I so that 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 night I I just uh, after I you know I turned off the TV and I was just sitting there with all this stuff about women's rights in my mind and I uh, and I, I sort of writing this story in my head you know generally I, I write on a guitar or a piano and you know I, I almost I, I think it's probably the only song I've ever written where I just had the words completely finished and the whole thing fleshed out in my head before I even touched the guitar. Um, but, and, and that, that night I had gone to the bathroom, I was pretty late and I hadn't turned on any hall light and I hit, uh, I hit like an object that was in the hallway that wasn't ordinarily there. And I, I kind of barked my knee and it started to bleed a little bit. And my wife had just got this new comforter for our bed, and I thought, man, if I get blood on that blanket, she's going to kill me, right? <laughs> and so that's how blood—that's how blood on the blanket was born. You know, it's really kind of an awkward, clunky name for a song. Yeah, it's but great. it just—it just happened to, you know. I mean, it's just interesting how these things coincide. To where you, you you really have to believe that a lot of uh, our I I believe that a lot of our life is sort of predetermined and uh, you know to some extent because there's just so many things that you know have to to connect in certain ways in order for us to end up where we are and I I believe that we're all sort of meant to be where we are and even if even if those are circumstances or, or uh, you know, if you're you're in an abusive situation, you know, I, I I think you know that's that's going to be part of your victory, is the fact that you had to go through that in order to come out of it stronger, and maybe able to help other people or something. I don't know. I mean, I I'm a big believer in that sort of thing, and you know, I. My that's where my psychology major comes in handy. Uh, didn't uh, didn't use that much uh, after college. Well, yeah. Anyway, it's still, it's still a good degree. Um, I just wanted to uh, share a few stats since you brought that up. I think that's a good place to start. Um, it's one in four okay. women and one in nine men experience severe intimate partner physical violence. One in three women and one in four men experience some form of physical violence, like slapping, shoving, pushing, that type of thing. One in seven women, mm-hmm. one in 25 men um, have been injured by an intimate partner. And one in 10 women have been raped by an intimate partner. And there's no data on male victims. Yeah, and that's shameful. And and obviously, you know, the one in three is where we come into the, the you know, the gray area of psychological and emotional abuse and 
you know, and that's just every bit as bad. Uh, to be it honest is. with you, since since I released the the video, you know, and it it, it goes around to on Facebook, it, you know, it gets it gets quite a lot of you know eyeballs on it, you know, yeah, you know, really quite pleased with what you know, how big of an audience I'm able to gain just on Facebook. It's really kind of remarkable. But several, uh, I had, I think, three, uh, well, I know, three different uh, women who were classmates of mine who PM'd me, you know, privately and told me that uh, they were, you know, that they that the song had, you know, meant so much to them because they either were currently going through something like that or had gone through something like that. And, you know, they, I, I guess they just felt inspired that, to tell me about it and you know I spoke to one of them at length about it and and you just you know you just never know these things and you know I think that's one of the the biggest places where we could make inroads and try to get these statistics down to where they make some you know some sort of sense well we have to, to uh, go ahead I was going to say is you know I, but I, I think the biggest thing is people's you know, perception of of that sort of situation being either a failure or something to be ashamed of. Like maybe, you know, my mom told me that this guy was no good, but I married him anyway, and so I'm going to stick it out, right? Um, all that, all that sort of. Can I say bullshit on the on this yeah. show? Yeah. Okay, you can that's say bullshit. That. <laughs> uh, and and so. Uh, and and I think that's you know maybe where you know from a uh, you know individual standpoint where we can all maybe help and 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 do some good is to try to be a little bit more uh, uh, intuitive and 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 be able to discern if someone is not acting quite right or if they're you know if they seem to be unhappy you know I mean these you know you don't have to see a bruise on someone's neck. You know, sometimes it's like a, maybe a bruise on their, you know, on their spirit, and and if you know, we need to be, you need to be able to just say, hey, are you all right? You know, and then if they're evasive, maybe let it go, but you know, stick with it, because I, I you know, I think that's like such a big obstacle for change is, you know, is this crazy idea that it has to be secret and it has to remain in the shadows and you know and that it's something to be uh something to be ashamed of and that's just ridiculous it's just patently absurd to think that way but you know i mean you can understand how people do think that way and you know where i'm where i'm from uh you know the, the, the predominant religion here is mormonism and so there's even, you know, a greater uh, uh, taboo about uh, with marriage because it's a lot of these marriages, with, you know, where this is going on have been temple marriages where, you know, these people are supposed to remain together for eternity. And so that, you know, throws a whole other can of worms, and you know, into the mix. And, uh, and I think that, you know, I mean, I... I don't mean to throw our my you know the Mormon religion under the bus because I you know I actually uh, am kind of a fan of it you know it's a 
you know, as religions go, it's actually a, a pretty good religion and very family yeah. oriented. But it, by the same token, it's still patriarchal, just straight patriarchal. And you know, it's that it's that whole thing that's created this problem. At least a a, a big part of the iceberg is this yeah. patriarchal nonsense about the man happen to be the man and these, you know, these roles and these mores that we grow up with. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I have a feeling that say that the, the, the lighter shade of gray where, you know, some guys controlling his wife and, you know, maybe tries to keep her from doing the things that she loves or whatever. And that might be going on with, you know, with almost, almost unconsciously, you know, and I think maybe a, a little bit of education uh, toward that sort of thing would probably help a lot of people because I bet there are some men out there who are doing it who don't really quite realize it, you know, who are, you know, they're kind of on the borderline of, of being a douchebag, right? But um, but they, you know, I mean, it's like that's how Dad did it, and you know, that's the way it is. And right, uh, it's you know, a lot I, I just think, right, it is, it absolutely is, uh, and and so uh, and so you can learn not to do it, you know, right, and, uh, yeah, exactly. That, so I, I know, I think that's like a a, a a way to chip away at these statistics. Well, so let just me those share two things. Or, uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. I was just going to let me share one thing. Um, uh, Psychological abuse, verbal abuse, emotional abuse, that's what psychological abuse is, as you know. Um, It's actually worse than all the other abuses, and it is the baseline for all abuses. The thing is, is no one can recognize psychological abuse. Number one, it's not usually done out in public. But um, number two, if it was, I had verbal abuse happen to me in front of 30 other DV um, uh, advocates and for other nonprofits throughout this community, this community. And not one stood up. You want to know why? Because they can't recognize it. Well, they're scared. It was a cop that did it and um, a narcissistic cop. And um, they're scared when it's a, a figure of that sort, but also they don't recognize, it's very difficult to recognize verbal abuse. You know, uh, when a man raises yeah. his voice, someone should be stepping in and saying, oh no, you do not talk to her like that, you know, ever. Right. Um, when a when a man does anything that is more aggressive than, a, you know, uh, than kind, <laughs> that's when people need to stand up and step in. But a lot of times they're like, um, I hope She's okay with that. Um, I had one t- person uh, with my ex-husband say to me, and how long are you going to put up with that? He liked to criticize me in public. And um, right. she didn't say anything when he did it because they don't know where to step in. Um, right. But and that's the she thing. Did, yeah, she did say it privately. She said, how long are you going to put up with that stuff? And I'm like, oh, you know, I, gave, I, I would always give him excuses, you know. And, um, well, there's a – that's good though. That's a start, you know. I mean, yeah. there's a start. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I think I think it's important that the people in those situations understand that other people recognize it and right. they're seeing it, right? And so, hey, you know, it's no secret here, all right? right. So why don't right. we do something about it? You know, let's 
you know, if it's counseling or, you know, whatever you need to do. But, God, you know, don't go through life miserable because you picked the wrong guy. You know, yeah. that is just ridiculous, you know. Right. And, and, I, you know, I know that I know the situations, you know, uh, the spectrum of people's situations are, are, you know, there's just, you know, no one particular case. I mean, you know, some people have kids. Some people have pets, you know, there's, uh, you know, there's so many factors and, and, you know, there's not enough information out there about, you know, facilities where you can go to. And, you know, I, I, I spoke with the, I spoke with the the woman I I told you about a friend of mine and, you know, I, I didn't know this, but, you know, I guess all, you know, shelters of this kind are, uh, publicly funded and uh, rely heavily on grants, and but they don't receive you know they don't receive any kind of uh, uh, fiscal help from the government at all. Right. Um, you know, I it, it just seems like uh, you know start from the top, pour money on it because you know what what happens with these shelters is they fill up. And then, you know, uh, people are expected to kind of like, okay, take stock of what's going on and then move on and make room for other people. So, you know, number one, we need to, you know, we need to expand that, right? And it ha- I, it, there needs to be three times as much as many beds, and as ma- you know, as much shelter. You know, I hate to use the word you know, battered women's shelter. I mean, is there three more sad words in the world and that god i you know i mean it's like maybe nazi death camp or something but right i uh i i I hate that word i hate that expression for it you know i mean that's something that you know i mean i don't know what 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 are they called now what's the politically correct Um, thing to call them well domestic violence shelters but do you know how many beds they have in in saint george uh, I know it's it's certainly uh, it's certainly uh, inadequate, but not no, I don't know the number. Twenty five. Yeah, see, that's just you know, I mean, uh, that's so sad. Uh, you know, yeah. it's ridiculous. You know, I mean, and right. obviously, obviously, uh, you know, doing something like that, you know, is, I I think for most people, it's probably just a, a desperation last resort thing right when people come there they must they they, they're probably immediately in danger for that for them to be you know motivated to go that far right you know because if you're you know and i think i think women should take stock of a man as soon as they meet him you know before even before they're married and certainly if things start changing when they're married you know you start seeing it going south you know, no, irregardless of what kind of abuse it is, if you're being made unhappy by your partner, and and it's not getting any better, and you, even if you've spoken to him and you know he blew it off or whatever, then it's time to start making an exit strategy right then and there. You know, right? Because you but know you're that, not going to, you know, have been done, as you know. True enough. Oh, I know. Yeah. Of course it is, but that's why I think it needs to happen. I, I, I think you know. I think there needs to be some sort of you know. And I, I know there's a lot more information out there on websites and so forth, and there's a lot of good counsel 
women who are in this in these situations now compared to you know 50 years ago where it would have just been you know you just took it you would have just had to take it you know either that or you know i mean obviously people have support systems with families and and friends and you know those you know if it wasn't for that you know where would we be but um uh, my goodness. So I, you know, I mean, I think, you know, if there's anything we can do, is number one, we got to raise money because there needs to be more money into this thing. You know, not only do we have to create more space, but we need to create, uh, you know, uh, more opportunities and, and enrich these places so that you know, so that people can be sent on their way, equipped. To right. you know, to to move on in, in a way where they're not afraid, you know, where it looks like a real uh, a realistic option, you know. Right. So, okay, you know, I, I'm I'm done with this. I'm taking the dog and my daughter, and we're going down there, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna make a plan, and then I'm out of here, you know. And, and so are you aware the with statistics? That, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you aware the no? I didn't say anything. When someone um, wants to leave or after they left, the statistics are 73% of all deaths occur upon trying to leave or after they've left. When when there's a DV death, 73% of those deaths are upon leaving or after they've left. So it's really and a I, death sentence unless they have a really good plan. Right, and here's what sucks about that is that the law now states that uh, you know uh, nobody can come and unless it's your you know friends or parents or something, it's, it's unlawful for like the uh, a center like the Dove Center here in town to actually go pick you up or extract you from that danger. All they right. can do is send an Uber, right? And that's not even fair to the Uber guy. Right, you know, I mean, you might be sending. You're right. You know, yeah, yeah. You might be sending him into some gunplay or something for crying out loud. So that's like another part of this deal that you know we need to figure out. Did you really hear that that, they send an Uber? (laughs) I don't. I didn't know that they did that. Yeah, that's that's what they're doing now. Is uh, you know, if women don't have a car of their own but they need to get out, they send an Uber. You know, I mean, that's just not only unprofessional, but it's fucking dangerous. It's very dangerous. I, mean, I, don't know. I don't know why they would do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, I hope, I'm not, I, I hope I'm not. I'm hoping I'm not talking out of school, but yeah, that's what she says they do. Um, and I'm like, you're kidding. And I, I God, that's like, you know, you're endangering the Uber driver. And it's just like, you know, I mean, he might be mistaken for a lover. You know, this guy's probably all lathered up and God knows what could happen in a situation like that. It's like, so that, God, that needs to be addressed. You know, I mean, the, yeah. and I guess it needs to be in some sort of legislation, you know, in order to, to change that rule, because that sucks. You know, that's bullshit. Right. You know, I and mean, we we're talking about we're talking about a situation here that affects millions of people, right? And we're worried about Trump's tweets. Screw that. We, you know, I mean, we got all these yeah. people that we know in our lives and love who are unhappy 
who are miserable in relationships where they're being, you know, abused or downtrodden or dispirited and, and, and any of that is not acceptable. I no, mean, and it's, you know, it's nobody, more than sad. It's uh, they're dying inside, literally dying inside. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so, you know, I mean, and if you find yourself in that position, you know, you've got a responsibility to yourself and your family and your children to get your ass out of it, you know. I mean, yeah, sure, give it the old college try. I'm all for, you know, I'm I, you know, I'm not a quitter when it comes to relationships. You know, I've got one divorce on my rap sheet, and, you know, I don't talk to you about that if you're interested, but... Um, uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm not completely unfamiliar with, you know, what that sort of thing is about. But I, uh, you know, it's, it just seems, it just seems like, you know, I, we need to somehow address this openly and, you know, make it, uh, you know, make it a, a priority, you know. I mean, we're, we're, yeah. we're worried about, you know, we're worried about freaking Trump tweets, you know, and, and that's right. what you see on Facebook, and that's what you see all over Twitter, and it's like, man, who cares, you know? I mean, I grew up right. in an era where you didn't pay attention to the president, and you know, except for like maybe once a year if there was a war starting or there was an election, you know? You didn't care right. about the president, you know? You know, we had Jimmy Carter. He was a great guy, right? You know, we had right. Ronald Reagan. Yeah, he was a little bit uptight, but, you know, it wasn't anybody that was, you know, I don't know. I, I, it just seems like people are so uh, obsessed with that now that it's, you know, it, that they're putting other priorities behind it. And that's that's another thing that needs to change. Because, well, and you know, our, one of our biggest change that needs to happen is people need to become aware of what abuse looks like. Um, it's not just hitting someone. If if you thought that was it, you'll never see it, you know, and we need right. other people to step in and step up and stand up and, and say, hey, you know, that's not acceptable. You know, even if, uh, like I said, a person raises their voice, um, a, a person starts to get angry, they need to be, you know, mellowed out and say, hey, you know what, There's, this is not the place for that, and there isn't any place for that towards your spouse. And, Frankly. you know, do you need to be right. separated tonight? And I think it's, <laughs> yeah, and it's, and it's a responsibility falls on us because if that's your son, say, for example, who, you know, just belittled a woman in public and, you know, hurt her feelings, you know, like and and embarrassed her, then that's, you know, it's your duty as a father to take that boy aside and say, dude, you are a yeah. horse's ass. And yeah. I hope that's not going on all the time because if it is, you better come over and let's talk about this, you know, because that's, you know, that's, I, I didn't raise you to be like that. Same goes for you know, except for, for uh, one thing, where did, he, where did that boy learn it? It's a learned behavior. Where do you think well, he learned it? Well, that's true, and, and I, I'm not, you know, I'm not. No, nobody's excusing that. I'm saying it's, you know, I, it probably would work. Even the son to father would probably be a little bit more of a typical place for that to happen. You know, I mean, I've seen these things happen, and I've seen them happen in public. And I'll be honest with you, like the one of the most intense 
situations I saw were uh, I, uh, my brother-in-law of mine, my wife's sister's husband, who was really quite, uh, verbally abusive, horribly abusive. But my God, everybody would he he would he would go off on these rampages that were so insane that it scared you. I mean, it cowed you. Wow. To the point to where I would just be shaking, you know. I mean, everybody's looking at each other like, "Holy shit," you know. And, and I ordinarily I would have just stepped up and popped him in the nose, but I was afraid. I mean, I was literally afraid for uh, of him because yeah. of what he I'd seen, you know. And, and everybody's and, just stand, yeah, standing around and, in utter shock of what we just heard. And yet, yeah. you know, I mean, it was something that was just mentioned in passing later on. You know, I don't know. He's the, the guy I'm talking about is, has has turned himself around a great deal. So, you know, I mean, it, there's certainly hope, uh, and particularly on the you know person to person basis. And you know, I mean, God, it, I, I don't know. I, I there there just has to be a way. To, to where we can make inroads into this thing because there's too many people out there wasting their lives being afraid, being depressed, being repressed, you know, having their outlets for joy taken away, you know, I, you know, all that stuff is, is yeah. not acceptable in, in our society today. That's, uh, uh, that should be a actionable offense. You know, right. to to ruin someone's life, to take away their happiness, that should be a, a crime. And and so, you know, I mean, I I just think I, I just think we need you know we need to be more uh, alert oh, to it. We need to be yeah. We need Educated. to be vigilant and and we yeah. need to be more courageous. We, you know, right. we've got to be more courageous. And everybody needs to be more courageous, you know, because the the whole problem is fear. It's all right. about fear. You know, a woman, she's in a situation, she's scared. You know, it's like, well, it's fear of the unknown. Am I, you know, even if I left, how would I feed my kids? You know, how would I take care of the spot? Uh, you know, where am I going to go? Where am I going to end up? You know, that's, you know, that's what prevents people from doing it. So, you know, what needs to happen is we need to, you know, we need to make these places visible. We need to, you know, we need to get the information out there that they are there and that they are a realistic option, you know. It's not just like a shot in the dark that you do if you're, like, you know, at gunpoint. It's like, you know, plan it calmly, set aside money, right, Um, Talk to your kids about it. Say, you know, daddy's, you know, uh, and I are having some problems. And as you can see, it's getting worse, blah, blah, blah. You know, it might be that, you know, we might have to, you know, we might have to leave the situation. You know, I, you know, I mean, I think a game plan is, is what needs, is what needs to happen in order for it to make them successful and less dangerous. You know, right, and I think uh, you know, have it, to prepare for safety. Wait, you know, don't wait until the guy's you know foaming at the mouth and swinging his fists around. Wait till he's golfing, and then do it. Right, then get the yeah. hell out of there. Right, and and then you know, sayonara, you know, Sammy, and that's that. 
You know, that's, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I get pretty worked up about stuff like this because I just hate <laughs> to see unnecessary, uh, you know, sadness in the world, you know. I right. mean, there's so much, there's so much joy and there's so much, uh, you know, it's such a, a wonderful life. So much life. experience it's, and, yeah. And and if and if that's being robbed from you by someone who's supposed to be your partner, you know yeah. your teammate, then out you go, out right. you go. I mean that's just um, all there is to it. I don't. And yeah, I mean you're you're walking away from someone you love and that you have a yeah. connection with and you have a huge yeah. history with and you got yeah. common friends, common relatives, children. Whatever, if you are miserable and, and, you know, every day you get up and you're like, oh, my God, is it going to happen today? And for the love of God, you know, just make a plan and, you know, call your mom, call your dad. You know, if you if you don't have that sort of situation, you don't have the, the support like that, get a hold of the shelter Get some information, you know. Obviously, you have to do it a little bit on the sly, you know. Maybe erase your search history on the computer or whatever. But uh, you know, I mean, I I just think it needs to be done in a sober, calm environment rather than you know, uh, the, the, you know, oh my God, he's got the gun now, you know. Right. Uh, that's right. a big thing, I think. You know, is to is to you know make sure that when they do make their move, they do it at a, at a, a, a smart and and you know safe time. Yeah, and, and an excellent part of I, your music video, Kevin, was uh, something that I think is important to express. Is she killed him on the way out for actually her self-defense, the defense of her children, and yet law enforcement and judicial officials still want to encapsulate these women, take them away from their children after they've been beat up, struck down, you know, and the kids too. And and this is one of our biggest problems. I actually serve a lot of women who have been arrested, falsely arrested, when they were the ones that were beat up and um it's they have law enforcement and judicial officials have a hard time recognizing who's the victim the reason for that is because abusers are the best at playing a victim oh absolutely yeah it's it's the game that they're good at and that's why they're getting away with it is because they've been practicing their whole damn life and you know and it's like it's just the good old boy system it's like oh you know you got yeah. a little hysterical over nothing, yeah. blah blah blah. You know, it's, you know, it's just it's just crap, and, and right. it's straight up crap, and it needs to it needs to end. And right. you know, and I'm talking to men out there. You know, you know, if that's if that's you know, if you if you take any pleasure whatsoever in making you know your wife unhappy, mm-hmm. you know, then you know, let her go. You know, man yeah. up. Uh, uh, they, yeah, they won't you're, do that. You're not, you're, not, you're not a man. Yeah, power and control is there is everything. Man. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, I want so, you to talk um, about your your newest song though before time is starting to fleet. But I want you to talk about your newest song. Well, uh, if uh, I, I would, uh, like I say, had I not had the dentistry I might have taken a crack at this song I, I I didn't do this intentionally I uh 
some songs. Uh, just you know, I, 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 you know, I, I'm a full-time songwriter. I get up and I start. And uh, sometimes there's just one there waiting for you. You know, you just, you, I think your muse knows where to find you. And so this song is actually kind of the flip side of Blood on the Blanket, wherein it's, it's, uh, you know, it's still, it's still dealing with the, the problem, uh, uh, but it's, it, you know, it's from a, the woman's standpoint and empowering and, and emboldening them to, to do what I've been talking about and, and to, you know, to show some hope, some light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and it, like I say, it wasn't, I didn't intend to do it and it spilled out of my mouth, uh, as I'm playing some chords and I'm like, wow, that's kind of nice. And man, next thing you know, I had it done and, uh, you know, my daughter was like, whose song is that? And I'm like, I just wrote it. And she's, cause she's always listening to me and she knows where I'm at with every one of my songs. Right. So I'm just coming out of the blue with this song and, you know, I've got it done. And, wow. uh, and she, she was just like, you just wrote that song. I'm like, yeah, I just like literally landed in my lap and it's a good song. I mean, I, it's, it's going to be the next one I, I record, uh, for sure. And, uh, like I say, it's, you know, it'll be a nice companion piece to the other. Um, I, for those of you, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, I, I wrote a song called Blood on the Blanket, that, you know, tells, uh, you know, kind of a tragic story of a, a woman who's suffering from abuse and, and you know, her, her uh, husband starts uh, doing it with the children as well. And so she she shoots him and, you know, winds up in prison and then commits suicide in prison. <laughs> I mean, that's what the song's about. So it's not exactly like, you know, uh, you know, put a lucky star in your pocket or whatever. But, um uh, Kevin, you, can, I, can I share it, something with you? Can I share something with you really now? quick? Can I share something oh, with you? Um, what you did is you hit something, a, a total nail on the head, and I don't know if you even recognize this. All victims of domestic violence have the ideation of suicide and homicide, all of them, because a lot of their thoughts are, how do I get out of this? Do I kill him? Do I kill me? What do I do? How do I get out of this? situation yeah and they don't know absolutely. and so I mean, to them they they actually dance with the idea that it's an option right and that's where that's where what i'm talking about is so important it's like okay take that option off the table because we got all these better options that we've you know that we've helped people to uh to you know enlighten people to know about you know i mean it's i know it's a double-edged sword with advertising a shelter because you know you want you want to kind of keep it on the DL so you don't have a bunch of angry you know crazed drunken fools showing up with thirty odd sixes you know every other day but by the same token you know there's man there's just got to be a way to get the word out that there is a real uh, solid viable doable realistic option other than the other shit. And so instead of thinking about, oh, am I going to kill myself? You know, what about my kids? Am I going to kill my husband? Instead of that being the thing that you turn over and you over and over in your mind, have it being, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be smart. I'm going to squirrel away some money 
And, you know, when this bastard is, you know, off doing whatever he does, right, I, I you right. know, I'm going to load up and I'm out of here. And, you know, he ain't going to know where I am, you know. And, and right. uh, that's that's what this new song is about. And, uh, yeah. I, you know, I was I was thinking a little bit about playing it because I literally, I, you know, I think it's a, you know, it's one of those songs that you just like, wow. Way to go, yeah. me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, that's when, how excited about it I am. When you record it, let me know, and I will definitely share it on all my sites. I, I sure will. And I, I, I want to thank you very much for uh, the support, you know, that you've given and you, you guys sharing it uh, like you have, is, you know, it's really done a lot for how uh, how far and wide it's, uh, it's gotten out there. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, for those, I, I was trying to say, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, if you go to um, LazySusanMusic.com, and it's just like Lazy Susan, the little spinny cupboard thing, except for it's uh, that the Susan is spelled with a V, so we don't get in legal trouble. And I don't know if I can, can you even understand me? I've got, I still got yeah. no cane in my tongue. No, no, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Z. <laughs> and, right. So, uh, uh, and there I, you know, I've, I, all my music is on there. And, you know, I think you find something that you'll like on there, I should hope. Um, in any case, you're, uh, you, I certainly urge you to go take a look at it. Uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, it's, I, I, it will probably trigger some people, I'm sure. Um, but at least, uh, at least, you get the feeling that there are other people out there who get it and who are on your side and uh, and who care about you. Yeah, yeah, you did a great job. It, you you and, shared um, some of the words, and it was amazing. Oh well, yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'll wait until I get it all bundled up in that beautiful yeah, little bow, and then I'll, yeah, then we'll do that. But um, but then also if uh, uh, if you go on my Facebook page, uh, uh, it's you know it's like pretty close to the top on my on my Facebook page as well. Yeah. You well, can't thank you. It. Thank you so much for sharing all of your music with us, sharing your ideas with us, and your recent um, writings with us. It was absolutely amazing. You, you do, you're so inspired, Kevin, and I so appreciate that. Well, I appreciate you for uh, having me on, first of all, and uh, and for turning me into Kevin Smith there temporarily. <laughs> I, you know, I checked, I checked my. You wanted to be pop. I checked popular. my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, I, but uh, the weight I would have to lose. I don't know if I would, if I would, if I would take the money and the fat. You know, I, it would have to be like a package deal, right? I don't, yeah, I yeah. don't know if I'd go for it. You know, yeah, that'd be a lot of. Work. So, I, oh, I'm I mean so to, sorry, I, Kevin. I don't know what I was thinking when I when I wrote that in there. <laughs> No, and I, 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 we're aging ourselves by, or we're dating ourselves by, uh, by admitting that we know what Alias Smith and Jones is. <laughs> yeah, that, it, was, uh, it was definitely was my favorite when I was young. <laughs> I remember it well, and uh, 
it was uh, like 1971, you know, so. Yep, yep. I, and so I, I, I must I like have to, only heard that about that. I don't <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's something that seeped into the womb, you know, is I think yeah. how I got it. <laughs> yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you're amazing. But even oh. e- even then, even then it makes me old. <laughs> Oh, you're fine. You're fine. I I don't. I'm only as old as I say that I am, and that that changes daily. <laughs> let me let me ask you real quick. I I haven't I haven't been looking at the clock. Do we have any time left at all? Uh, just a few minutes. But yeah, go ahead. Well, if you don't mind, and please shut me down if I if I'm uh if I'm um, out of line at all. But I was going to okay. ask how you how you got involved with this. Uh, if there's a, if if there's a, you know, like a, a capsulized version, I would really be interested. Uh, <laughs> well, but, it's a, you know. it's a, a long story, but I don't mind sharing with you pri- uh, the long story privately. But um, publicly, I don't mind saying on uh, my last marriage, I was beat up pretty badly, and then I decided uh, that wasn't going to happen to anybody else. Good for you. And, and believe Good me when I you. say uh, I did not see it coming, nor did I think it would ever happen. Um, but I have the hospital documentation uh-huh. and um, pictures and everything else. And um, he still will never tell anyone. He'll tell everyone I was lying, it, despite the bruises everywhere. Two black eyes, a fractured nose, um, bruises on my back, on my arms where he held me down. and uh, But there was a whole lot more than that. But uh it was unbelievable. Man the, the old she she fell down the stairs. That man alive. Yeah. That's just crazy. Well, yeah. I, 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 that's awesome that you're doing this. How how long have you been uh, doing it? On the radio, um, I've been just doing it a little over a year. Um, I've also written a book. I've also blog uh, for some groups. I also um, advocate, uh, life coach, uh, anything I can do to help someone, I will absolutely do it. And um, so this is, to me, just another method to uh, educate people. And that's why I wanted you on and and Rebecca on because you have your own mediums to educate people. And we need those mediums out there. We need people to see them. We need them to say, oh, my gosh, that was such a horrible ending. But, you know, that's real. (laughs) You know, this is not Hollywood. And we do not always have positive endings. And I've never seen a positive ending in a domestic violence situation. You know, and I'm yeah, sure there, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there are some where the guy goes, "Oh yeah, I just beat you to a pulp. I think I need help." That only happens in four percent of all uh, relationships. Also, you uh, probably I, know that I'm working on my PhD at the same time, and it's on the same subject. No, good for you. Well, I, you know, it's a, uh, it's uh, it's too bad. I, it's too bad there aren't thousands and thousands of you because you know it's like i I mean i i can't claim to be any sort of uh authority on the thing but you know i mean you're mindful of it your whole life as you see it with your parents and you know so forth and uh and your and your own relationships and so it's you know it's not something that's foreign to anybody and uh you know i just think that that it's it's 
so common and and with the statistics the way they are, it just seems to me like maybe we've, we're close to being on the cusp of of a of a maybe a, a bit of a revolution to where you know this stuff gets you know put back you know in Pandora's box. You yeah, know, I would hope that. I mean, then again, you know, we might end up with uh, the Handmaid's Tale. You know, <laughs> who knows? You know, yeah. I mean, you never freaking know. But right, uh, right. You know, it's uh, um, it's it yeah. was. With people losing ground on Roe versus Wade, you know that's just scary to me. And I'm not even really, you know, I, I would, I, I'm not like a liberal, you know. I'm sort of this middle of the road centrist or whatever. But you know, that one's a no-brainer, I think. And 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 to have it, you know, called back up and dragged through the mock, nobody knows the answer to it. So you know, you you just, it's the woman's choice. It's the woman's choice. Period. Stop, you know, poking your nose where it doesn't belong. Yeah, well, my uh, that was a, that was that was really one of the reasons I decided to do the video, you know, because yeah. that is yeah. I mean, stuff like this is sometimes the result of unwanted pregnancies. Yeah, well, and you know, sometimes, uh, like in my case, I've ne- I never saw domestic violence before in my family. I never saw it, and I didn't know. I didn't know how long I had been abused. I didn't, I didn't know anything about abuse. But I will tell you this: it wasn't until about 20 years ago, maybe 30 at the very most, that it actually started being recognized slightly. I mean, though in the 70s right. was the first time we started to have domestic violence shelters, um, people were very much against them at that time. Um, They thought they were married wreckers and that type of thing because they didn't understand the whole concept. But they still today, even institution of marriage. Yeah, 50 years later, they still don't have a clue of what it's all about, and they still want to stay away from it. And it's still getting worse. In this state, I don't think you know this, but uh, 30% of all deaths occur. uh, All homicides in this state, 30% of them are domestic violence related. Not at all surprised. Not at, not at all surprised. And uh, you know, I mean, everybody kind of looks at Utah as being, you know, these straight-laced people who don't drink and go to bed at a reasonable hour and all that. And yeah, it's just you know, people are the same everywhere. And they got, you know, I mean, I think we have one of the worst drug problems in the the country, uh, you know, here in the state too. So you know, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure of those stats, but. Nobody, nobody is safe from it, and and so we. Uh, but nobody should be ashamed of it, and so let's do right. something about it. You know, everybody right. out there, you know, ask somebody if you think something's going on. Ask somebody. Well, At least go there. One of our biggest problems, and this community's one of them that does this, is they sweep it under the carpet and step on it a few times in hopes that it flattens out so no one will see it. And they, if you don't see yeah. it, then it doesn't happen. And um, that's yeah. the problem. It is a, it's a horrible problem. And, and uh, you know, and it's, you know, bottom line, it's up to each woman to make a move, you know. But it's also up to us to find them and encourage them and say, hey, come on, life shouldn't be like this. You know, I mean, and you know, there's, I, I hope that didn't sound like I was doing any shaming and all that. No. You know, I, I guess I, 
I'm not quite as uh, as uh, uh, considered about that as I should be. I think sometimes, um, but I, uh, I, you know, I, I, I just think, God, we we need to bring it out of the shadows to some extent somehow, and if everybody does something, then something will happen. You know? And so what everybody we need to recognize is that the. The these people that perpetrate domestic violence psychologically, physically, emotionally, sexually, whatever way they do it, are the ones that have the problem. They're the ill ones. They're the unhealthy ones. Oh, They're absolutely. the ones that need the help. And yet we we actually you know honor them and admire them and 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 that's our problem is we need to start yeah, shunning and, and them. That's- and that's a, you know, that that's something that is going to be super slow to change because, you know, I mean, that has evolved over centuries and centuries of, of you know, this patriarchal system. You know, the husband is the head of the household and what he says goes and the wife is barefoot and pregnant, all that nonsense, you know. I mean, I we've got beyond that, I should hope, you know. And, yeah. and and we've come, we've come a long way, but you know unless unless it's unless we start improving those numbers, then we really haven't gotten anywhere, regardless right. of how far we've come. You right. Know? So that's right. what I have to say. So you know, go out there and and do something. You know, I mean, I yeah. I did something, and it's you know I. I Perfectly in my comfort zone <laughs> to, to write a song and make stuff. a music video. <laughs> yeah, and you're still but, doing lots uh, of other things, which is great. Well, thank you, thank you, and I, I, it was a pleasure to be on. And uh, you know, I, I, my hats off to you. And um, uh, am I wrapping up here? Am I like, are, are we still got yeah. two minutes left? <laughs> yeah, we're we're close to the end there, so. Yeah, I totally, I so appreciate you coming on my show and talking about your video and talking about domestic violence and and your thoughts and concerns on that. I think it's absolutely wonderful. Well, that's what people tune in to hear about, I think. And, and I, uh, obviously, you probably don't hear as many men's voice on the show as, as uh, you do women's. And so I yeah, right. just wanted to, you know, chime in as a, you know, a, 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 a the opposite gender, and and you know, we we're, we got your back, you know. Uh, right, and, and you know what, you're to, wonderful, and we need more men just like you. I'll be honest, it's straight up. We need more men just like you. Well, that's that's awfully nice of you to say, and I'm going to try to live up to that. Yeah, well, thank you so much for all that you do, and I'm going to let you go for right now, if that's okay. Yeah. Okay, and I'll talk to you in a little bit, okay? Sounds good. Okay, thank you so much, sweetie. Have a good night. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. I just want to thank Kevin Jones. Like I said, I accidentally put Smith down there. I don't know what I was thinking. Kevin Jones for joining me tonight and sharing his love for helping women who experience DV. I loved hearing his thoughts. I loved hearing what he had to say. His music is absolutely inspirational. And I want to tell you his um, his site again. So please go to it, lazysusanmusic.com. And that's S-U-Z as in zebra, A-N. The Susan part is. The Z Z A N. 
Okay, so LazySusanMusic.com and listen to Blood on the Blanket plus others, other of his tunes. He has numerous tunes on there. And, um, and, and so I'm so grateful that he joined us tonight. I did want a male perspective, and I'm hoping to have a male perspective next week also. But the male perspective that I'm uh, planning on having next week is a father of a daughter who was badly a- abused. Um, I want, again, that male perspective of a father. And uh, that's going to be very difficult, probably on him. Um, I don't know. So he may cancel, but I'm not sure. If he does, it's understandable, and I'll just put him on for another time if he can do that. I want to wish everyone a great night. God bless you all. Please pass this on for others to hear. And please stay safe and have a good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.